From the virtual newsroom of Impact Alpha, this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, July 31st. I'm Brian Walsh. Today, Impact Alpha's Dennis Price joins me to discuss the theme of the week, Purpose Built. Hi, Dennis. Hey, Brian. I'm actually joining you on the East Coast this week from sweltering New Jersey. Well, from sweltering New York, I welcome you with open and sweaty arms. In a moment, we'll share highlights from yesterday's Agents of Impact call about the November election. But first, here's what you need to know from this week in Impact Investing. And the winner in ESG funds is passive management. Active managers who command higher fees are losing out to index and other passive funds when it comes to winning environmental, social, and governance mandates. Morningstar said inflows to passive ESG funds hit $12.7 billion last year, topping actively managed funds by $4 billion. What's more, passive funds have been outperforming active ones over the last year or so. CARE, the big international humanitarian agency, committed $10 million to gender justice, the next stage in gender lens investing. The fund will tie the fund manager's share of the profits to gender impact goals. BMP Paribas is going long on green energy leaders and shorting the laggards. The French bank's new long short fund will bet against companies failing the transition to a low carbon economy. And community investment management raised $10 million to use new fintech lending techniques to get COVID recovery funding to underserved businesses in Colorado. Impact Alpha subscribers got these stories and much more each morning in the brief. In his Impact Alpha column this week, David Bank took on the elephant in the room, Donald Trump, and called for impact investors to raise their voices ahead of the November election. Yesterday's Agents of Impact call, exclusive for Impact Alpha subscribers, opened up the discussion of impact investing and politics. Here's Beck Center Sonal Shaw on effective government. Government is an investor. The largest investor in big change has been government. We wouldn't have the internet if it wasn't for the government. We wouldn't have investments in solar and wind if it wasn't for the government. We wouldn't have investments in GPS if it wasn't for the government, in medical technologies, in many of the things that we think about. The government is the largest investor. Frankly, it's the riskiest of investors. They're willing to do things before the market even gets there. Blue Haven Initiative's Liesl Pritzker-Simmons owns up to the role of high net worth families. We want a tax system uh, that, that works better for everyone. And that's part of the reason we've gotten really, really vocal around supporting a wealth tax, um, because that is one area where I actually do have lived experience of paying way less than I think I should um, relative to everyone else. So, you know, I'm not the best uh, person to be, you know, yelling about childcare or affordable housing because that is not my lived experience. But I can yell and pipe up at, about a wealth tax um, on people like me who I think should be paying a whole lot more. IX Investments' Trevor Nielsen issued a call to action. This is the fight of our lives. And mm-hmm. I think that, that I would just ask everybody to step back and say, have I done what, what I can you know, to, to move this election in the right direction. I'm sure a lot of you have, but if there's more you can do, I would just urge you to do it because I think in 96 days or in 100 days, we could be wishing that, that we had done more. The full recap and audio of this Agents of Impact call will be available the week of August 10th after Impact Alpha's upcoming summer break. I'm joined now by Dennis Price. Dennis, the theme of Impact Alpha's roundup this week is purpose-built. Purpose-built for what? 
So purpose builds the theme of the week, Brian, because what we're seeing is the world is is really coming around to understanding and recognizing and respecting issues around inequality and climate change. As they do that, they are coming around and working with solutions that impact and community investors have been incubating for decades now. Um, so because impact investors have been thinking about these issues, the solutions have been purpose built. So what you're saying is that for a long time, community impact investors have been focused on problems of racial inequality, problems of climate uh, injustice, and they've developed solutions that can address those. And now the broader world and the broader investment community is waking up to those problems and they're now more aware of those problems. So they recognize that there are ready-made solutions. Right. So, so if you take community development finance, for example, um, as an industry has been has been being built for decades as a primary lender in low-income communities where banks weren't going. And as the government uh, has turned to the financial system to distribute COVID relief, it has relied heavily on community development finance institutions as essential infrastructure. Um, you're also seeing, you know, corporates and philanthropists wanting to put money into the financial system to rectify some of the racial injustices that we're seeing. And a lot of that money is, again, landing at community development finance. Another area we're seeing that is climate finance. Um, you know, the disruption caused by COVID has been a preview of the coming disruption from climate. Um, and so you're, you know, in real time, I mean, this trend has been happening, but it's, it feels a bit hastened. Now, uh, capital and consumers flowing towards, you know, sustainable alternatives in industries, you know, carbon intensive industries like food and transportation and energy um, as investors dig in um, for the long haul and try to figure out what's next, uh, you know, post COVID and, you know, with climate climate change, you know, coming. And there's also like super practical things that have been in development for some time now that are gaining more traction among uh, mainstream actors, right? Right. So flexible deal terms that, you know, work for businesses that aren't big tech, high growth unicorn, 10x businesses um, that a lot more people in the economy um, are building, um, are, you know, are, are, are finding uh, tools like revenue based finance, for example, that takes royalties based on, on your revenues rather than um, an ownership stake in your company. Um, which really aligns the interests of investors and, and entrepreneurs. Um, and so, yeah, long proven tool in other industries like Hollywood, it's, it's a way to finance movies, um, are now really being put to close capital gaps where they continue to exist uh, with, with women entrepreneurs and business owners of color who are trying to build business and create um, really needed jobs at the moment. And so does that mean that the work of impact investors is done because some of these ideas have been adopted by more mainstream investors? No, not by a long shot. In fact, there's a, there's a sort of growing feeling that a lot of the solutions, some that we've talked about here, but others that impacting community investors have teed up aren't actually getting the job done, um, or not in all cases. Anthony Buglavine of the Nonprofit Finance Fund made the point on yesterday's Agents of Impact call that the industry itself has sort of been optimized against making the case that you can make money and create social good at the same time, um, where there's this growing critique that, uh, in more of sort of a left-leaning critique, that it's actually not delivering the goods. So, you know, I think that's completely fair. And, and 
you know, for the next stage of impact investing. So as the, the world sort of comes around to these ideas, um, sort of the next level impact investors will grow and go deeper. Um, purpose built going forward is going to mean thinking broader, taking more risk, giving up power, giving up privilege. And, and that's going to be interesting to watch. All right. Thanks so much for joining us, Dennis, and walking us through purpose built, the theme of the week. That's going to do it for your impact briefing this week. We're off next week for summer break, but we'll be back August 14th. You can read more about all these stories and binge on the archives at impactalpha.com. Subscribers receive the brief and full access to Impact Alpha content, including subscriber-only agent of impact calls. Go to impactalpha.com slash subscribe and use code briefing100 for $100 off. Thank you for listening and thanks to Dennis Price and our producer Isaac Silk. I'm Brian Walsh, head of impact for the fintech company Liquinet. This podcast is taking a summer break next week, so make sure you check back in two weeks for the latest impact investing news.